Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing Numbers 22 Live Numerology Readings. This is where we all get together for an hour to discuss numbers, planets, and the tarot cards and how they influence our lives. Energy is energy, no matter what modality we use, no matter how we all interpret it, it basically will say the same. It's really important to me that I hold a safe and comfortable platform for everybody. We're all in this, we're all on our own journey, but we're all in it together. So please, no judgment on others. It's about respect and kindness. Now I want to introduce the readers. We have all the readers here today. Craylin <laughs> Christensen, who is a tarot card reader. David Woodbridge, astro-numerologist. Adriana McNeil, who is an intuitive numerologist. Dorothy Morgan, who's our astrologer, and I'm an intuitive numerologist. So things look a little bit different here. We have somebody. This <laughs> 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 Joe. Joe is a very dear friend of mine. And her questions for us today are what should take priority for me over the winter months? And what is a good month for? to put my house on the market and move. No good month for that. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Craylin, she always draws a card for us uh, to get the energy flowing. And this morning, let me pull it up. She drew this card, Craylin. Okay. Um, this morning's card is lust. I like to say luster because the underlying message that this card gives for me is that you've reached a point where you have conquered your beasts or your devils, and now it's your turn to shine in the world. Um, it's a it's like Lady Godiva sort of is sitting on top of the lion and she's holding up the the chalice and just everything is going her her direction. And she's no longer needing to be buried under layers of protection. She's no longer it she just can be out there and in the world as herself. And know she's going to be the best person she can be. Um, the other thing about this card is it's an 11. I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see if that shows up in your astrology. Because I don't, or numerology. Because I don't look at any of that before I pull cards. Um, I don't, I don't even look at your birth date, honey. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just trust that. You know, the cards that are needed are going to come forward. So um, I love this card because she's very bold. She's She's been able to work through her issues. And now it's her time to be out in the world and experience life on her terms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Craven. I'm going to start with Adriana this morning. She never very often starts uh, starts us off. So let's let's start with you. Well, 
first I have a question for Kraylin and and um, it, it'll have been um, but Kraylin that lust card um the chalice that she's holding up does that has it been interpreted or do you think it is um it looks like what's that thing in the back of your your uvula mouth? The yeah, uvula. the uvula. <laughs> uh, I've never looked at it that way. I've always seen it more like, um, you know, the 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 cup, the Holy Grail cup, kind huh. of thing, where, you know, you finally reached. But that is a good observation. I've just never looked at it that way before. Huh. So or had when that you, come up? When I looked at the card, I um, I saw a uvula. Um, and the idea of taming your beast and things like that. <clears throat> um, Joe, do you go by Joe or Joyce? Joe. Joe, okay. Joe, Joe, sometimes. <laughs> and in most, in your everyday life, do you go by Joe? Yes. Okay, okay. Um, I just want to make sure I'm calling you by the right name and not just. <laughs> um, so the number one thing that stuck out to me in your chart was your life path. Um, you have this life path of a 13-4, which is a karmic number. Um, and mostly these karmic numbers signify things that happened in a past life. And now in this life, you are having to either learn a lesson or pay it forward for something that you previously did um, in a past life. Um, so with this 13-4 life path, there is a lot of things being built up and then coming like tumbling down um almost feels like things are being taken away from you in a way um but a person who has this energy whether it's a life path a birthday or it, whether it's a personal energy or anything like that um I feel like there's a sense of resilience that comes with that like it sounds like it's so harsh like oh everything I build comes crashing down and uh you know you could be hard on yourself but I feel like in life a person learns that they're capable. I feel like it's, that's the lesson. Like you're capable of starting over, recreating, pivoting, moving in different directions. Um, something that was interesting about the 13-4 that I never considered it before um, is this idea of being careful with your speech. Um, the person with 13-4 energy can have the tendency to cut with their words. Um, so a lot of that, a lot of the lesson is learning how to positively express yourself instead of negatively or um, saying the first thing that comes comes to mind. Um, I don't know if you've had trouble with that in your life where you say things and people are offended and you don't even mean to offend people. Um, <laughs> so a lot of 13 fours teaching a person throughout life there's a lot to be gained from thinking before you speak thinking before you act um but yeah that was really interesting to me so when I when Kraylin pulled the card and I'm seeing a uvula I'm seeing this as maybe that's a lesson you have learned in your life and now you're at a place where it's not so hard or tedious to to think about what you're saying before you speak it's more natural to you now than before um I don't know does that resonate with you at all a, a little bit not completely I'm yeah 
Yeah, I'm trying to place it in the right place. I think you've had to find your voice. That's where I went because I I don't say what I sh I'm I'm silent more. It's almost the opposite. Yes. I don't okay. say what should be said until I think about it later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Well, when when I was also looking at your chart, something I thought was interesting was the difference in the energies between Joyce and Joe. And I've never spoken to you before. Sue has never told me anything about you. But when I looked at it, Joe seemed like the more natural energy. Um, it seemed that Joyce is more like just with the energies that comes with the name. Joyce has a more sensitive tendency. Um, is more curious about things, but yeah, more quiet um, about it. Afraid to offend, afraid to disappoint, um, not really knowing the right words to say or when to say it, but very curious and observant. Um, and you feel things deeply. Mm. But, but Joe, it's like, and I don't know when you went from Joyce to Joe, if you've always just been like, I'm Joe. Or if there was a time in your life where you were like, you know what? Stop calling me Joyce. Um, but it was a time. 40 yeah. years old. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I know it. I made that decision. And I feel like that switch went from this sensitive and curious person to this person who knows I'm confident, like I'm confident, I'm capable. I, you know, like when I step out into the world, I know that I know where I fit. Even if you don't know where you fit, you know that you don't fit you know it's not like I'm not fitting or it's not like a oh I wonder where I'll fit I think you may have that feeling but it's more so you just know I, I fit here or I fit there it works or it doesn't um even with how with your work uh Joyce is very or Joe is more intuitive mm -hmm. so things come things come to you <laughs> Um, and you just know it, that's what, that's it. So I saw a switch in Joyce to Joe, but when I looked at it, Joe felt more natural. It felt like there was a transition and that transition went to a more confident, a more aware version of yourself. Mm -hmm. It was, it was interesting at that time because I don't, I think Joe's kind of maybe what I'm, uh, um, what's the word ascribing to that's like at that yeah. point in my life joe felt stronger so i just decided that but then i i still had lots of joyce in me and i still do yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's interesting because at the age of 40 you were in a nine pentacle so there was a lot of completing stuff and that was your eight year and then you were jumping into the three pentacle, which is the playful one, mm -hmm. the one that's having a good time. So the other thing that's interesting is Joyce is an 11-2 heart's desire, an 11-2 personality. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's yeah. your that's you you know, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, luster is an 11, which breaks down to the two. Right. So I was wondering yeah. if, you know, Usually it shows up someplace, but I wasn't sure where. So it shows up in Oregon too. <laughs> Oregon expression is an eleven two. Uh -huh. But that eleven two <clears throat> speaks to just so the way Sue because I've read different books, but when Sue broke it down to me, it made a thousand percent more sense. 
Um, so if you look at the way 11 is, you have one and one, but there's space in between. So there's this channel. Um, so 11 is a very intuitive, uh, it has a very intuitive energy that comes with it. Um, spiritually, in a way, um, there's a connection and there's a sense of like leadership that comes with 11 too. Um, it's a master number. So there is some some lessons to be learned along the journey. Uh, but when there's this 11 and then two is like the lower energy of it. Um, so you have this master number of 11 and then you have this two, which is where all this sensitivity and um, curiosity, this wanting to connect with others. That's what I get with two, wanting to connect in a meaningful kind of way. Um, but yeah, it was just, that's interesting that her name has the 11-2 and Praylin pulled that card. <laughs> right, right. Um, Praylin, do you have a card? I'm working on it. <laughs> I figured it was about time. Sorry, I'm going to have a coughing spell in a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, the, uh, the Princess of Discs. Okay. <laughs> this makes sense. <laughs> um, the Princess of Discs. Discs is about your tangible, um, your tangible reality, your physical reality, and the Princess of Discs. The story for her is that she's been stuck in a briar patch, kind of, you know, um, and there's thorns and everything all around, and she's been fighting her way through this this briar area for a long time and she's finally broken through she's out of it so now she can progress forward um the the shield is uh yin and yang um in the center of it and it's basically if you look at her she appears to be about seven months pregnant so that she is preparing for delivering a life or a new life. I love it. And so that's a couple of months down the road. Yeah. <laughs> so um for me it it does kind of indicate that, you know, you've broken through the resistance or whatever the the hesitation was. And so now you're ready to move forward in a new direction. And it will manifest, you know, in the next few months, which again kind of alludes to the fact that you're planning your move. Yeah. And it looks like this is supporting that venture. Very cool. Thank you, Craylin. Dorothy. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> you know, I've been um I've been fussing with which chart I want to play with, but, um, cause Joe, how long have you lived, um, where you're at now? About, let's see, about 2003. So about 20 years. Oh, it's a long time, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I wanted to quickly cover just a couple things in the natal chart because just listening to everybody else so far. Um, you know, you have a couple planets in astrology. Planets love to be in a sign that they're in charge of, and they love to be in a, one other sign. And you've got two planets in those other signs they love to be in charge of. So, and your angles are fabulous. That means 
that you are a go-getter. I can't you I can't see you as not being somebody who is like when when you know there is something to do or you want something, you should be really good at initiating action. You have a lot of cardinal planets and, and zodiac signs and stuff in your chart. So that just means to me that you are absolutely somebody when you have a goal, you can hone in on that, especially. Um the the two this you know your chart is set up kind of like a natural chart which is which it really means that you're you typically you feel in sync with nature right Aries on the ascendant Libra on the descendant you know you really sync up when the seasons change so it's kind of good to be an area a place if you're in Maine we have winter for what like six months um <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good for us to, I mean, your nature, we have to cover this just a little bit, but your nature is to shift with those season changes because it's part of your astrology. And especially one of your main focuses today was um, what's, the, what's the winter focus? And, you know, your home area and career area are the winter spring access. And is that the right word? And, um, <laughs> it is. and, so that tells me that this winter, you know, once we get to the solstice, which is on the 21st of December, um, there is a focus on what you do, who you are and how you've presented yourself to the world. And there's a focus on the family, where you live and that type of energy. So my question is um, for you, because this is how I would need to do a session with you privately is like, I mean, when are you looking to sell? There's so many, there's so many months in a year. There's no way I can pin that down until we have some idea. If you're in Maine, we have to be logical. Most people don't sell anything in Maine because it's just winter and everything's just, you know, slowed yeah. down. Yeah. But it tells me too that you have you do have a main focus here in winter. Um, and it is about um, I don't know if you're actively in a career anymore. I don't know. No. And if so, it focuses on the career and it focuses on what's going on at home. And so we know you're thinking about moving. So are you going to look at the spring then to potentially start putting things on the market, et cetera? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I could still see a lot of action and movement in November in regard to that. Okay. Yeah. So there's really something big and important that will show up where was that um, the first or second week in November? So just let's just say November, there's something that is shifting. Um, so oh, yeah. okay. personal, personal reasons, personal reasons will come to your um, awareness as to why you're moving. Or, I mean, you might already have these other you know reasons. Well, of course, you already know you're moving because you want to move for what, various reasons. But there's something in November that will um, really bring that home for you. Okay. So there'll mm -hmm. be a shift. So that will help you make a decision as to, you know, you have a clue where you're going yet? Uh, an area. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there is that. And, um, and I can see, you know, the general astrology tells us that, you know, we're going to wait till next year for anything to really uh, do a little better as far as real estate goes. Cause right now we're kind of in a bit of a little funk with Jupiter retrograde just means that um, things aren't selling. You're not going to get the best, best price. I mean, greed, is, not you, 
greed overall is is pushing that to be stupid. So people like yourself who wants to sell um, have to just sort of hang on and wait just a little while. So the winter solstice and the sum, uh, yeah, the winter solstice and the spring solstice always give you a major push and shift into what's next. So you can see your year in quarters for, for absolute for sure because of the setup in your astrology chart. And this winter is securing your, um, what it is you want at home, selling things possibly, just really downsizing, if you will, you might want to be downsizing. And since you're not in a career position at this point in your life, um, it also will speak to your security mm -hmm. and your retirement, if you will. Mm -hmm. Since we know who you are, we know your age. That's how I would speak to you about this, you know, because it's about your retirement and about what you're focusing on um, and, you know, how you can afford life at where you're at. It's that type of a focus. So that's your winter focus. That's the bigger winter focus. And I can let other people, and you can ask me a question and then we'll talk about the real estate after I get other people, get other people in here to put their opinions in too. But do you have any questions? Am I clear enough on that? Oh, actually everything you're saying is really hits me. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. I see that in November, I agree with you hundred yes. percent. Something's yeah. going to happen in November. I, know. I feel like it may, might be something unexpected. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Some type of surprise that triggers something that just yeah. kind of gives you that extra push, or it's or a and it's it's change. absolutely it's it's the progress moon in Taurus, David. If you wanted to know, um, <laughs> in her relocated chart, yeah. right? It, it shifts into the first house, and what that tells us the the moon, the progress moon in Taurus represents what you really value. So when you know, like when you know, when we're in our twenties or thirties the home we live in is for different purposes than when we're where we're at now, right? And this is this is that progress moon in Taurus that I get to see. And it just shows me that your the values, of course values change, but it's real apparent. And it's really gonna be very apparent by the time we get to November. By the yeah. time we get to November. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, now do you do you see the shifts? Do you follow the is that noticeable to you? Um, you mean just the, you know, yeah. through the seasons. It really yeah, it really, really rings true for me. Yeah, yeah that's terrific. Curious. I love to hear that because that just tells me that I really want to for me, for the astrology geek people here, um, it's the natal chart, not the relocated chart that has a lot of activity that really means a lot. But the relocated chart, and I know numerology, you guys use that too, but the relocated chart is an occurrence right now or coming up, the November event. But who you are in life is where you're born. It's where you're born, where you're born, where you're born. It doesn't matter where you live. And that's so it's so nice to hear that because I just like always like to hear the confirmations about it after all these years. It's so nice to know. It's like, yep, it's absolutely the native yeah. chart. That I'm mean, actually looking the, forward to winter, you know, because I know that's my rest. I know. I do this. Yeah. I do too, because I don't, I, I'm always, I'm not like tapping my foot. It's like, I need to get outside. Stop yeah. talking yeah. to my clients. <laughs> <laughs> Only once in a while. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. Okay. Um, all right. That's it for now. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have another discard, another physical reality, and it's called prudence. Um. 
basically this is an eight. I don't know whether the number is going to be coming up or not. However, um, what this is about is that you've planted all the seeds and the, the tree, the, you know, the vegetable, whatever it is, is already growing. The fruit is on the tree. However, it's not ripe yet. That's what's causing, um, that's why it's prudence, you know, sit back and evaluate. It's not time to move forward right now, but everything you need to do is in the works. So the, the fruit is, you know, there, but it needs to mature uh, before you could actually pick it. So this card is a stepping stone card. It, the energy in this is um, less, I want to say less fixed than um, the Trump the that I pulled initially for the reading, Luster, Lust, or the Princess of Discs, which is a mastery card. This is just telling me that, okay, this is in place. It's going to help you do what you need to do in this case move forward but um you still have time to evaluate and put a few more things in place before it's actually ready and time for you to move thank you are, Interesting. are you looking to move to be closer to family or anything yes absolutely yeah 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 i have two grandbabies oh, hmm. nice how old are they one uh one and a half and three and a half oh so you really want to see that like yes. that's oh my gosh look at Craylin pulling the card <laughs> 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 oh, but I am I'm seeing here um that the motivation behind wanting to move is to be closer to family or friends or someone um mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool, but um, I'll let I'll let David go. I have some ideas about months, but I'll let David go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. David. Well, good morning, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things I found so interesting about your, we'll start with numerology, is much like Adriana said, you have a, a life path of a 13-4. Now, where you are in your present life path, right? And where, you know, obviously this is starting from the very beginning. So there is that karmic debt, which you might very well have already worked yourself through, right? But the four, uh, what the four represents is limitation. And probably when you were just getting started, that limitation, everyone thinks limitation is, oh my goodness, I could only do X, Y, P, D, Q. It actually helps cultivate some really good talents as a, you know, analyzing, um, very much into detail. You're very accomplished. You're the day-to-day -day work it, get it done, and you're you're there until it is. Okay. And mm -hmm. those are gifts that help that actually help you through life in a lot of respects. And so when we talk about limitations, I wouldn't exactly state that that's necessarily a bad thing. It's giving yourself the structure and understanding what that structure does that will put you help you continue on. Now, what I found was so interesting, so that's your life path. And we talk about that's your major lesson to be learned, it's the central focus of your existence. Okay. Now, when we go to the expression, which is what you're putting out in the world, you're 23.5. You're all about freedom. 
<laughs> and so when we look at that, very talented, you know, very versatile, uh, good at selling, good at projecting yourself out in there. Um, very, you know, very much someone who is is out in the world and could, loves, you know, the freedom and what that involves. So that's almost a little bit of an opposite if you really think about it, right? So those two things I thought was incredibly interesting. Now I'm going to jump over to your astrology chart really quick. So then I, I, I kind of look much like uh, Dorothy was. What, what got my attention was your rising sign is in Aries, right? Your sun is in your first house. That's all about self. That's all, that's a fire sign. So, I mean, you've got some serious get up and go. <laughs> it, it, you know, you're not a laid back person. Okay. Now, but at the same time, when I look at your north node, or excuse me, your south node in cancer, you're very family oriented. You love your family. That's very important to you. And the opposite end, your north node in the 10th house in Capricorn, you're very earthy. So you're grounded. So much like obviously what Dorothy said, these signs all align themselves very well um, around those angles for yourself. So what I found, I just found that to be a very interesting and very, you know, um, your planets are actually, Dorothy, you can kick in here too, are actually very well placed around the whole chart in a lot mm -hmm. of respects. They are. Which, which really does add a level of, um, how shall we say, you're just very, uh, to me, it, it's, it's just very well balanced, you know, which is a good thing, okay? Because sometimes, I mean, not always, but sometimes when it's all in one area, it can be a little bit of uh, imbalance or more things you have to work on. So what am I getting to? Let's go to your questions really quick and I'll tell you what I think, okay? So as far as the winter months, what I see for you is this is a time to, of a, a really a spiritual time to go in, inwards. So Praline's first card with the 11 and the lust made perfect sense to me. Um, you know, just because we are at a certain age or just because we're retiring doesn't mean that it's not another cycle of life, right? And it is very important to take on that cycle. Um, you're not, you know, we're not all here necessarily to kick back and that's it. You're very much, you know, very important to have goals at every part in your life to have a healthy life. And it seems you know that. And your fire, I think, is going to keep you going. So when I take a look at this, I look at first, I look at your, um, you're very much, it's an inward trip right at the minute. It's spiritual. Um, those, and I would set goals around that if that's something of interest to you. Okay. Um, you're probably, as it seems with your move, a serious thought into your direction of life is very important. Um, I would be, you know, patience and perseverance right now is going to be important because it's not going to be immediate. Nothing's going to happen immediately for you. <laughs> and that's where your fire is not going to be very helpful. <laughs> okay. We need you to just be patient. Okay. And I see relationships being tested now, meaning good ones are going to last. Ones that aren't so good may just fall to the wayside. And that's part of this you know, this whole process for all of us, frankly, that's just kind of how, how life is. So, so that, that's how I kind of, I, I'm summing up your winter months. I don't know if that makes sense to you or if that aspect, you know, yeah. is a, but those would be things I would consider. It's, it's spending time, like calling out, like what relationships I want to take with me. Is that yes. the way I'm thinking about it? Yes. That's so I interpreted it yeah. yeah. So that's 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 very cool. Now I, I know what Dorothy said and I'm with her, <laughs> but I do have two other dates for you for a house that seem and they work very well with different transits that are coming through. The first one honestly is between December 10th and January 20th. 
And that seems to come up as a very good time for buying and selling. Um, and I know exactly what my son went to Maine Maritime Academy. I'm very well of the winters in Maine. I'm, I'm <laughs> with all of that. But um, <laughs> let, just speaking strictly from the astrology transit aspect, that is not a bad time to think about, you know? And I'm sure there are some houses, sometimes being in the off market might actually be to your benefit. Just a thought. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then March, somewhere in March 2024 is that month is also a good time that comes up. All right. I got March um, too. Now, mm -hmm. here is another little interesting point about you. Now, let's go back to your fire for a minute. Okay. And then we're going to talk about your Saturn transit. So in, in the January 13th to February 1st, your Saturn is heading up into its the seventh house. So it's up above the hemisphere which means it's time for you to start your stage. In other words, you've been, you've been working with you. Now it's kind of your turn with this fire to kind of work with other people. And I don't know if that's something you would consider. Um, you're a natural leader. And what Adriana said was very true from what I see. Not only in your name, Jay is, um, it's called a little bit of an indecisive leader, but very much a leader. And you have your son in the first house um, in Aries, no less. I see a lot of leadership there. So, even though you feel retired, even though, you know, your chart is saying, you know, it's, I think it's important in some form or fashion to you working with other people mm -hmm. and lending your experience and helping others is coming out through this. Does that make sense? Or does that? Oh, hundred percent. I don't feel. Oh. Retired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's kind of what I see as looking at this. And obviously, like they've all said, you're getting ready to move. I think um, the West Coast is very beautiful. I've just gotten back from a trip from there. It's just very, very, you know, I can certainly understand why you might, you would be interested aside from the family aspect of things. So, so hopefully some of that is, rhymes true with you. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It does. Yeah. I, I guess, I, could you explain Saturn in the seventh house? I think that's what I wrote down. Could you explain yeah. that? So for roughly the last 14 years, maybe a little bit longer, your Saturn has been below the hemisphere. So think of your chart as a circle and houses one through six are below the hemisphere. And those houses are primarily are working on yourself. So you have done all, you've been doing all this work on yourself. Okay. You get seven through 12 and now you're working with other people specifically. Now for me, like I have a lot of my planets in the 10th through 12, it's actually working with larger groups, um, the, what they call the collective. But here, that doesn't mean um, seven is the house of, of relationships. So it could be starting to work with relationships. But what it's basically saying is you're almost ready to project yourself others out to help others at this point in your life. Okay. You, okay. You're going to be nomi for the kids. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I want to be out in the community. And exactly. That's what that looks like yet. But yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a little bit part of what I see this winter in how you figure, you know, maybe putting some goals and some interests and do some research. It's a great time, you know, to research out what the area you're going to, what, what you can offer with your background. Um, your fire is going to keep you going. Okay. So that it's important that you really think about that because otherwise you're not, you're going to be late and you're not going to be happy just sitting around fires usually aren't. Okay. So really, and that, because that is that Aries, that uh, Senate is what you're pushing out into the world, right? And it's necessary that you do that. And the more active you are, the better, really just the better your next few years are going to be if you, you know, really 
express and and really you know think in terms of how your chart is asking you to be <laughs> okay yes yeah and, thank you and Jodo's theater so that's her community ah nice oh, wow that's awesome that is awesome that, that that's brings awesome. that in that heart's desire which is the three and, and the expression number which is the five absolutely mm -hmm. so yeah right it, it's a very balanced chart yeah. Yes. I think there's nothing that is um, duplicating or it's just very balanced. Um, Joe, I've known for a long time, she's extremely grounded, but yeah. then she's not. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, which is really fun. I mean, it, it just makes her a whole lot of fun because she's dependable when you need her. But she's all, we also sometimes just fly by the seat of our pants when we go do something. So, cool. Very yeah, cool. makes it fun. Mm -hmm. uh, well, <clears throat> bringing in, you know, theater, that's interesting. Um, the last card is the devil. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, this is not, uh, I don't look at him as being scary. He is about, more about being kind of playful or being able to laugh at oneself mm -hmm. um he's a joker the worker the stabilizer uh one who determined is determined to see things clearly in the external environment and take appropriate action gifted in protecting oneself from judgments or viewpoints projected by others mm -hmm. um what i you know it's uh, the merry goat Capricorn, not thrown easily by external reality, the ability to stand steady while working on what bedevils us. So um, basically, I look at him as, you know, looking for fun in in what's going on in your reality. Um, you know, the devil made me do it kind of a thing. Um, you're not afraid to step out of comfort zone to have fun. Um, and, um, you're not afraid to see the humor in situations that involve you. Um, or, you know, when you do something that others would get all embarrassed about, you just kind of turn around and say, oh, well, <laughs> so, um, this is a fun card. I'm not sure where the 15 works into all of this because numerology is not, I'm only a little bit on, uh, up on numerology and appears <laughs> to be a number that, you know, hasn't come up yet. But I do think that um, the energy behind this is a mastery card. So it's something that, you know, stays within you for long periods of time. And with this move that you're planning, I think this card will serve you well. Thank you. Thank you, Craylin. It's funny, yeah. I, I have the 15, six and four different places in the physical plane on 2023 and 2024. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it is there. It is there. Um, how, how do I talk to you, Joe? Do I talk to you like this? <laughs> 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 How do I do this? Nicole. 
Um, I think that you guys, it's been fun for me to listen because you guys are really spot on. You're doing a really good job with her reading. I think the one thing that I I find, I'm, and I'm just learning some new ways of calculations, but the um, your your life lesson is that 1910-1, and that's about learning how to stand in your own power. And and I know that that has been something that you have worked on, but you you are embracing it. 19, one and nine. So your maturity number is that nine. It's mm -hmm. humanitarian. You've worked it. You understand mm -hmm. that that you how to be self, but to take care of everybody else while you're still taking care of yourself, mm -hmm. right? Still learning. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's a life like lesson. taking care of myself is always is does not come as easily as taking care of others. Right, right, right. right. And when you went into the maturity number, we laughed because this is when you started all your groups, your activism, and your your studies, and and really getting out there to help the the less fortunate and getting into theater getting into improv, all of those things, and that's the nine. Mm -hmm. Other things that I look at in your chart, you're on a very spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. And Oregon, very in interestingly, has a 17, eight uh, uh, heart's desire. That's your birth date. Mm -hmm. It also has a 21, three personality. <laughs> that's your heart's desire. It has it, it all adds up. The expression is the 3811 too. A lot of fun. Good. Oregon is really a good place for you to you're gonna feel very comfortable there. And I believe that it won't it take very long for you to get a community and find those those people, your people, to be able to help and to be able to still service. Joe is a social worker. So she's oh. always, always been and and did that in later in life, mm. right? Yeah. How, how old well, was you when you went back mm. to school? No, I finished school. I went back, but I didn't do yeah. work until my late twenties, probably early thirties. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yes, hard worker, definitely a hard worker. Now I see for. I agree with everybody. Things are going to slow down a little bit because she's going into that two year next year. So yes, David's correct. There's a lot of patience that you um, and the person that keeps stealing your for sale sign. Don't come after her, okay? I think she might be sitting next to you. But I don't know. <laughs> I see for next year, I see um, April, I, I almost get, keep getting this feeling that it's not going to go on the market. There's somebody that's going to show an interest mm. um, without having to put it on the market. That's that can show up. That can actually, let me just, if I could, um, that yeah. could actually show up with the eclipses that we have come this month because uh -huh. um, the October 14th eclipse at 21 degrees of Libra is just a few degrees off of your moon joe at 17 libra that just that the moon represents the home family and the new moon eclipse can bring 
um, something unexpected. So it could be that you don't know what happens at that eclipse, which is typical for everybody. You know, something might happen, but we won't find out about it until, you know, just later down the road. But somebody might be hearing that that is going to be for sale and and maybe just, you know, talking about it with their own family members and things like that. And then the eclipse we have on October 28th is on what your progressed moon. That's just a measurement. We'll park that. But the progressed moon has, so you the moons in your chart are both being activated by an eclipse. That's really rare. That mm. means that your home, your, you know, your comfort, your family, there is something shifting here. So the new moon on the 14th can bring something, can start to stir something that in you, but it could be somebody else and it, it will it will come to you later. You'll recognize it later. And then two weeks later on the 28th, that full moon eclipse brings a complete and total awareness around what's going on. And if we just use a natal chart, I lost, where's the chart? Um, that second full moon is still, yeah, there's, they're still in the first house and the seventh house. So it's, it's you, it's what you need. Uh, do you have a partner in life? Yes. Yeah. So you and, <clears throat> and the partner as well are, are trying, are definitely figuring this piece out. So these, these eclipses expect these eclipses this month to, Hey, they're here. You know, we can already feel them. You're a sensitive person. You could feel them ahead of time anyways, but um, there is something like that that's going on. And then <clears throat> how about April, Dorothy, of next year, 2024? Let's take a look. But I want to finish up with that's what I'm um, getting in January. Uh, the first the first three weeks in January transit Jupiter is on that progressed moon. So there's some really amazing things going on um, when it comes to yeah. right now this month. Um, what's going on in January? If anybody else wants to speak, I'll look at what's going on. Oh, no, April. You said April? April. All right. Let me look. Mercury retrograde. Everybody loves that one. <laughs> oh, is there Mercury retrograde? Of course. Is there what this three times, three to four times a year? It's no big deal. Oh, <laughs> Jupiter enters the second house. When when Jupiter is in the second house, there's there's an influx of, of finances. Yeah. That I was looking for that. There's an influx of finances, which, or just whatever it is you value. Yeah, that is the, that's at the spring equinox, okay. the spring equinox. Yes, that's at the spring equinox. Is that the equinox? Jesus, I get the solstices and the equinoxes mixed <laughs> up when I'm, when I'm talking too fast. It's at spring <laughs> and that, and that moves itself on April 20th. We have Jupiter Uranus conjunct in the second house of finances, what you love, what you value. So besides the family being a focus, I'm talking too fast, besides the family being a focus, um, the, it's what you value. So there's also finances because we have to fund these things. So that shows up too. That's a wonderful thing. Wherever that's happening in anybody's chart, there's going to be a massive expansiveness, unexpected events. So, and say so you go into Oregon. Yes. <clears throat> I didn't know that. What city? Uh, the Corvallis area. We don't have a place yet. Where, where does um, um, Tyler? Tyler lives. My son lives in Corvallis. Right. So we'd like right. to be within like an hour of... Or Ballas. Okay. Is that what the I C feel or like K? the house is going to sell in July. April or July. I'm getting I'm getting between March and April. Mm -hmm. Or um what was I saying again? Maybe it's July or July and August. 
Mm. That's where I'm seeing it. It's it's not like one set month. It's like in between those, like the middle to the beginning of another month or the middle to the middle of another month. I'm seeing March to April, maybe some movement there or July to August. Okay. You saw the return chart. Did you just you hear what she like? said? That long? Uh, <laughs> 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 you just tell her about patience? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, your Aries is not liking that. I think <laughs> not not that I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not just patience business. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's oh. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, um, when Kraylin pulled the devil card, I think it's very interesting she pulled that card. Um, the first thing that came to my brain was the book of Job in the Bible. Now, the reason I think it's funny is because the names are so close, Joe and Job, which is actually spelled like Job, but pronounced Job. But um, <laughs> that is a great, like if, if anyone, honestly, I never... Um, studied the tarot cards at least not the devil card um so i have no clue what that's about but when she was explaining it i thought about the book of job and i would suggest to anyone who would want to understand that card a lot more to read through or read a summary of job whatever um in the book of job there's this satan character um and in hebrew al satan is really just uh an adversary um, so within this book, the devil's actually in the court of God, um, playing his role as this adversary, as someone who's going to poke at, oh, God, you think he has faith in you? Let me kill off all his children, like literally. Mm -hmm. And God's like, do it. I bet you he's gonna, he's still gonna stand firm. And so all his family gets killed off or all his children get killed off. And Job's like, there must have been something in me, like something I need to learn, or I just need to talk to God. And his wife is like, um, you should maybe give up on this God guy. And Job's like, no. So the devil, God, God's talking to the devil, like, don't you see? Job's a faithful man. And the devil's like, well, let me take all his riches away, like just poking at it. And every time uh, that the devil would do something, Job remained firm in his faith. And then his friends are like, well, you know, trying to put guilt on him, um, not telling him to give up on God, but trying to make him feel guilty for things that Job know he didn't he didn't do. Uh, but his friends are like, well, if all these things are happening to you, obviously you did something wrong and you need to reflect and be humble and all these things. And Job's like, I just need to talk to God. Like all of you in my face, this is, so basically I'm going on a tangent, but basically the book of Job points to what that card was that Kralin pulled where it's like, there's different things poking at it, even if it's humorous, different things are poking at situations. And there's something in you that's like, eh, I'm cool. I know where I know where I'm headed. I know what I'm doing. Like, you're not distracting me from the goal that I have in front of me. Um, so I thought that was really interesting about the card. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'd like to if Ann or Donna, or Kelly or Lorelai would like to turn their cameras on and, and give us uh, maybe what they're thinking. They're more than welcome to. It's not mandatory, but, um, you know, everybody has intuition. So morning, Anne. Good morning. Um, I wanted to, to pop in. Hi, Joe. Hi. <laughs> pop in a little while ago and just say so much of this is just nailing it. 
Yeah. And um, all kinds of things jumped up. But one thing I wanted to say when you talked about Joe being um, uh, committed to her family, that definitely includes her friend family. Like, I'm going to cry, but it's definitely Joe <laughs> that jumped up right off. So, and she's going to be terribly missed, but we have a place to go visit. <laughs> yes. That's so, but there was so much um, that I was taking some notes just in case Joe wasn't getting her notes down as well. But so much, um, everything's nailed it. David, especially, there was just a lot there that I was like, yes, yes, from my experience. So <laughs> nice. I'm enjoying this very much. Nice. Thank you, Ann. It's always good to hear validation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And everything. It's been really cool. And I'm writing things down thinking I'm going to be I'm going to be helping Joe make sure she's paying attention to her spirituality <laughs> and, and having some patience because because I can see that being hard for her. It's she's very, active, very committed to everyone around her. So. Right. Anne and Sue, both of you radiate when you're talking. Sue, you were radiating talking to Joe, like right next to you. And I, I see the emotion and the, oh. the love you have for her. Um, when you look at just Joe's chart, she has a, a three um, hearts desire, this five expression and a two personality. Two and three equal five. But five is someone who's very popular, who has this capability yeah. of um, connecting with people and make, bringing this fun fun aspect out of people. It's a youthful energy. So to just see um, the way that Sue and Anne are reacting just to their relationship with you, it makes so much sense with the energy that you carry that you're able to connect with people in this way and foster those kinds of relationships. And we're just two of thousands of people. Everybody knows Joe. We all know. Yeah. She's kind to ever all of us, isn't she, Anne? Oh, yes. gosh. oh I have my tissue. Okay. <laughs> Sue said, I'm uh, you're not gonna need a tissue. I'm like, oh I bet I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to sign off because I've got a dog that's probably going to bark any moment. So okay, well, Thanks, Anne. Anne, when you want your live numerology reading, you just give me a, write me mm. an email. I know. I feel the same way. It's so yeah. much fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Um, the last interesting thing, because obviously everything has been interesting to me today. Um, <laughs> the last interesting thing that I did notice, I've never checked the day that someone has been born who mm. we've done a live reading for. But for some reason, I don't know, just like Sue said and David, you have a very balanced chart and even Dorothy with the astrology, it's very balanced. Um, when I looked, when I looked at your chart, I felt a sense of, I didn't see any one thing that's like, oh, maybe that's an area she needs to work on. It felt very balanced to me. Mm -hmm. so you're born on the 17th I decided to check what day that was um you were born on a Saturday mm -hmm. and 17 reduces down to eight which is associated with the planet Saturn Saturday is associated with the planet Saturn <laughs> um so where Dorothy was saying you have this very go-getter attitude um I only saw that and looking at the day of your at the day of birth. Um, that's the only place. It's not the only place where it stuck out for me. But when I looked at it, I'm like, yeah, she is somebody who, who goes after what she wants. And she's very capable and knowledgeable. 
Um, but that was like synchronicities, you know? Do you know what that word means? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't really see that a lot in people's charts. I'll see things. And then when we're in the reading, it's like, oh, well, that makes sense because here's the energies that I'm seeing. But when I looked at your chart, it's just like things naturally fit. Like the fact that you're born on a Saturday with the 17-8 energy and Saturday is associated with eight. It, it just naturally fits. I, I just feel like you are so you. And I. it almost seems like you're someone who people people may overlook, but they don't know that they need you. You're someone who isn't come people don't come across a you often or anyone like you often um it just everything just fits so well I, I can't get over it. it just all just syncs up um so I, I guess that would be my last word for you today that yeah people are very they appreciate you very deeply <laughs> We do. We love her. We don't want her to move, but we do because we know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you have any last words to say? Mm -hmm. I'm going to cry. <laughs> no, I, I love being validated that, you know, because I always, I have a lot of doubts about myself a lot, as we all do, I'm sure. But this just brings it all home. And I appreciate you all. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I can't show you a picture of one, my baby, though. Oh, please do. Please. <laughs> yeah. I have to. Let me see. Um, real quick. Now I'm not going to find it. So anymore. while you're doing that, my last word to you is uh, everything is aligned. You just need to step into your power and you'll be fine. I know. And that's that's my challenge. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, I can't find it. But anyway, they're beautiful children. They're, <laughs> there's so much spirituality at the end yeah. of life here. And, yeah, and so I really much. want to I be a part of their lives and impart um, spirituality to them. You know, like right. there's more to life than just this life. And, mm -hmm. and that's part of my goal for moving out there. Right. That's, yeah. So the, the end of your chart, um, at least through the age of 98. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, okay, you yeah. have... <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> that's right. Through, you're moving through this essence of a 16-7. Um, and so when I saw that, I'm like, oh, well, if she were to, you know, have a next life, I would see you as like a spiritual guru or um, someone who's coming into the next life with uh, a, a high sense of spirituality, a high connection to spirit. But you saying that even about your grandchildren wanting to impart a, a sense of spirituality into that next generation. It's like, I don't know now. Am I seeing it as a next life for you or am I seeing it as this this mission that you're on with your grandkids and wanting to do that and that 16-7 energy that I'm seeing could be that that next life is really what you've imparted into your grandchildren so that's very interesting that you said that honestly everything is very interesting to me today I'm saying <laughs> Well, today the moon is in sign of cancer. Is it in sign of cancer? Yeah, the moon's in sign of cancer. So it is, it's, you know, we are, we are going to feel all a little more sensitive. It's just one of those days, but moving to Oregon, I can, in the Oregon area, um, you know, the plant, the asteroid Chiron comes to the, comes to the rise. And that just means that um, it, it will feel incredibly healing. 
and um, <clears throat> more than just personal healing, like lifetimes of healing. And this is the asteroid Chiron moves to the ascendant when you get you get that feel in, in, in the west coast of Oregon. And you will feel that even anywhere in Oregon, actually. But um, that is somebody who is a healer. And but you 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 need to do your own stuff first. So don't miss don't miss that piece and do your stuff first. So it'd be a very healing thing for lifetime stuff, lifetime stuff, lifetimes. It's plural. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, I just wanted to Lorelai left a note. I just found a baby. Oh, oh there you are. Yay. Oh my god, so cute. <laughs> Our little naked doll. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> oh. uh, Lorelai is the psychic, right, David? Yes, medium psychic. And shamanic. she said, I apologize that I had to leave. I'm not able to pop on this morning. Sorry. I do see some very enjoyable times coming for Joe within the next few. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah. Nice. Long day. Yeah. Our hour was up. This that is fabulous. Crazy. Thank you yeah. so much. Wow. It's great to meet you. Yeah. You're an amazing person. It's clear with everybody who joined us and uh yes. and yourself. Yes. yes. So next, next, our next group are will be on the 21st. I'm gonna be down in Kittery, but I'll have my laptop, so I'll be able to still do it. We're going to be with? with Olga. Olga is from Russia. Ooh are now residing in Texas. So I don't know how this is gonna work because of her Russian name. I have her English name. So this is gonna be a very interesting read. She mm -hmm. does know, she does know that there could be some discrepancies, but we're going to, we're gonna do the best we can. And her questions are life's purpose, profession, uh, marital issues. Not sure if this can be answered, but she'd like to have a second child. Huh. So that would be a fun, a fun read. Marital thingies. I would probably need the spouse's chart too. Okay. If uh, if if she wants to share that, she's yeah. To. Okay, yeah. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Um. So again, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank the readers again. Another fun mm -hmm. hour. I just had yeah. such fun. Um, yeah, so let us be in the light for all those who feel like they're in the dark. Stay grounded. Do something kind for somebody. It's just a little thing that all that snowballs that takes it out. Yes. So I'll see everybody on the 21st. I'll okay. see you before then. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to sign out. Oh. I'm going to sign out. I'm going to go so I can cry with okay. everybody. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll see ya. See you. <laughs>